Alrighty guys, welcome back to the 3 Inch Ride podcast. Uh, you're here today with Matt, a special guest host, uh, Brennan. Sam unfortunately isn't with us today. He has decided to move and also pack for a trip to the UK or within a 48 hour period. So he leaves in a couple of days. So he's a bit tied up today. So yeah, myself and Brennan, who you met in the last episode, is going to be hosting with us today. But we do have a special guest as well. Um, a good friend of mine, Ben Walters. Uh, Bit of background with myself and Benny. I've worked together for a number of years now as a PT at Fitness First before being a PT as a member of with us as well. Um, terrific backstory with health and fitness and overcoming obstacles. So Benny, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, mate. Great to be here. Excellent stuff. So obviously, like I said, we've gone, we go quite back, far back. Um, obviously, Brennan, first time meeting you today. So I'm yeah. going to hand it over to Bren to kind of go through your backstory a bit more. Yeah. So thanks for coming out and chatting to us, Ben. Um, Great. Yeah, great, great, great to meet you. Great to meet you too. Um, so, kind of, I would like to just kind of take it right back. Um, what, what's your your background into the the health and fitness world? So, I came from a pretty sporty background when I was younger, like um, early to late teens. Played baseball and soccer at a pretty high level. I was pretty competitive with my brother. We both played the same sports. I coached mm-hmm. his teams, and, and we had fun going into you know those later teenage years. Um, after that, work and girlfriend and job and all that kind of stuff started slowing down, started you know, drinking and hanging out with the mates. And then probably with work, started in the security industry and, and probably into my mid-20s, I um, ended up getting a nasty knee injury and needing a reconstruction. Mm. Um, and I put a bit of weight on by then too, so it was kind of hard to, to manage and recover from. But yeah, following all the doctor's advice and everything, I... Um, yeah, had to take time off and ended up putting on a little bit more weight. So I was kind of <laughs> on the couch with a bum knee, couldn't exercise properly and kind of let all that get to me, um, which, yeah, stopped anything kind of helping me get out of that hole. It was um, probably around, I think, the time after that I started working more, so it's more of a, a high-risk management kind of job. So big suits, long hours, um, yeah, not really time for exercise or yeah, training or less time like for you exactly and mm. literally had to live the job so as um as a, as a manager for david jones uh pretty high profile pretty high stress and diet was atrocious and mm-hmm. um, one of those emotional eaters so like i'll be comfort eating so if i'm really stressed i have a bad day or something bad's going on i'll just eat more like it's just like uh, giving yourself a hug with food yeah <laughs> it's basically how it was described to me now obviously this is an audio podcast but how tall are you uh six foot three so six three Quite a quite a solid frame as well. Even yeah. up, obviously, we don't have your weight loss. So, when you, I guess, topped out, what were you at your heaviest? Uh, my max that I saw on the scale, the number was about one hundred and fifty kilos. Oof. Probably went up a little bit more than that, not much, but that's the, the number I One. kind of like really looked at and thought, you know, mm-hmm. okay, wow, this is this is not good. Okay, no, that's a front rowers frame right there. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, look, uh, I I definitely resonate with the whole doing your knee kind of thing. Yeah. yeah um, did my knee four oh, ACL. two ACLs two ACLs <laughs> PCL MCL <laughs> done, done all yeah, yeah well. so yeah I, I definitely know through that time I, I struggled to exercise um, and it was kind of you know you, you have those mental demons yeah. you go to the gym you're sitting on what's the point yeah yep. you think hey you want to go with your friends you see them do all these sports <laughs> all these cool exercises and that's it you're riding a bike yeah, that's <laughs> it. so um Kind of, yeah, I guess that was a major um, obstacle of yours. Is there kind of any other barriers that were stopping you to to get into exercise? You said your job and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, What else was kind of anything else going on in your life that was preventing you? A lot of it it was mental. 
I think mm-hmm. I took a big crash with the weight as well. So the weight came and it also pushed me into, you know, depression and, and a few things. I was in that didn't back myself, didn't have any kind of, you know, self-confidence in anything. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was really hard to want to get out there and start too because the bigger I got, the, the more, you know, ashamed or embarrassed I was to do exercises and mm-hmm. with other people around, which is funnily enough now how I, you know, get my clients. I see people like that and I'll go and have a chat to them and just start being friendly. But back then I was... um. Yeah, I can see why people don't get past the cardio equipment. Like it's it's, it's intimidating. You see all these good looking people out there lifting weights and, and doing well, and then um and basically you know you got these people too scared to go out there because they don't think they're good enough or can compete or they're gonna look silly, so they're self conscious. So have to overcome those mental hurdles was a, a big one as well. But once I was able to do that, um, I'm pretty driven myself. So when I started physio, I think this is fast forwarding a couple more years until I had my second and then my third knee recon. Mm. I find I found a great physio. I was kind of over at this point. I was at my biggest and I thought this is, I need something to happen. Didn't realize how seriously I needed it to happen until the surgeon said, um, there's literally an extra risk of you dying for a, a simple knee recon because, um, you're so overweight because your, your rested body fat under anesthetic will be putting so much pressure on your heart and lungs. There is a, a, a chance that, um, you know, it could stop while you're in surgery. Jeez. And that scared the shit out of me. It literally scared yeah. the crap out of me. That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be scared too. I thought yeah. this is, this is, you know, way more serious than I thought it was. I knew I had to do something, but this is, this is yeah. okay. This is bad. So I literally jumped on light and easy and, and lost 12 kilos just by walking and mm. stressing and, and managing my food with that because I wanted to yeah. get down for the operation. So I made sure I woke up from it. <laughs> so yeah, diet, diet was your first step, you'd say? Absolutely. Yeah. And then you started uh, easing yourself into kind of that, that exercise after yeah. that, as you said, the oh, oh shit moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so kind of what was helping you motivate you through, through like obviously the risk fear of dying but um we we still see people and um talk to people with their journeys and um still even the, the, the fear of dying is enough um yeah. was there anything else um kind of going in your life what other motivating factors did you have that help you so my family was probably a big one and my little niece um i think I lost my dad when I was about 11 years old. So just having mum and knowing that she's, you know, my brother's often married now with a little girl and, and so I'm the only one left still unmarried. So I I'm, I help, help her out and, and, you know, she kind of relies on me a bit. So I think knowing that if I was, you know, not just being selfish, but there's other people involved. Like if I was to let myself go and, and disappear, then there'd be a lot of people that it'd affect as well in my wake. And I thought about, um, you know, I wanted to live. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be healthy. I was sick of being miserable and in pain, you know, and, and not just the knee pain, like from being overweight, the back pain and the aches and, and, you know, poor posture and all that kind of stuff, poor sleep. So that was the, the, the death one was the big one. And then everything else kind of followed with that. So researching into it a little bit more and wanting to feel better and, and happier. I started just taking little bite-sized chunks of what can I do? Mm-hmm. And it was just going for a walk, even with a bum knee that was hurting, mm-hmm. I could still go for a very slow walk for 30 minutes around the block, no big hills or anything, mm-hmm. listen to a podcast like Three Inch Ride or something <laughs> while I'm going around. Casual plug like yeah. it. <laughs> and, um, and basically just distract mm-hmm. myself. And I'd get home and I'd feel so much better when I got home than I did before I started. Yeah. But just a simple thing like putting my shoes on to go for the walk would, mm-hmm. would make me do it. So just kind of want to um, touch on that kind of thing. You were seeing a lot of benefits already 
you know, what you were saying, kind of just felt better within yourself, just going for a simple walk. Simple walk. Um, and that's probably, again, when we, you know, out there telling our story and, you know, all the benefits, just hearing that is powerful. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, just a simple walk just makes you feel so much better. Life mm. starts improving from that. That's it. And then kind of... Um, I, so, think I was going to say, just before we go into that bit, mm. like, obviously, we're both in the fitness industry, Benny, like, we yeah. see people that come in day dot thinking they have to do everything perfectly if yeah. otherwise they're not going to get results they have yeah. to do the six days a week five days training mm-hmm. plus cardio and they go at it so hard and then they bomb out even harder because they just can't maintain it so yeah. that like and that whole building like you I think you've summed it up perfectly the stepping stones yeah. step one put on shoes go for a walk mm-hmm. and you see the benefits okay step two then there steps and building up to it that's it man. like and then we're not we don't want to try and make quick fixes we want that yeah. long-term fix the long-term lifestyle change i tried those quick fixes yeah it didn't work it didn't last even just dieting crash dieting starving myself for a few days and that um that comes straight back on and then you feel even more miserable it's like why did i bother Mm. we're working so hard and going through misery i think jumping forward just slightly again i remember when we were working together you think you said to me at one point you'd eaten the same chicken and rice stir fry for two years yeah every night for dinner for two years (laughs) do you know i still eat it But that's easy. that's consistency. Yeah, it's easy. It's manageable. It's young. It's, it's good, healthy food, and and I know that it keeps me on track. I know the calories in it now as a PT. Yeah. Other people don't have to count that stuff. You can you know you can buy pre-made food if you want. Um, take all the stress out of it for you, but it works for me, and it still does. You know, yeah. And I, I now I do train six days a week, two-hour sessions, and work hard. But I'm at a level now where I'm personal trainer, and I've built up over probably close to 10 years now of taking baby steps to get to where I am. But yeah. I couldn't have done this back then. I would have been so overwhelmed and given up. It would have been, um, yeah, just impossible. And when we talk about PTs, and we can, it's obviously a good a topic because I'm quite professional. I know about PTs, being a PT myself. But Personal like, trainer for those people who don't know the lingo, not, yeah. not, not in the not, world. Not in, not in the know. Yeah. Um, so we always look at, obviously, with PTs and with our clients, we're the vehicle that gets them from A to B. Yeah. And you now do that with your clients. You're that vehicle that shows them the path and yeah. puts them on the straight and narrow. Did you have anybody when, when you first started in the gym, in that journey, that helped you get the ball rolling, give you that motivation, but also give you the tools to get to where you need to be? Yeah, I did. I, um, as I said, I started for the quick fix myself. So well, it wasn't really quick fix. I came in, I had a little bit of knowledge of gym from my previous years doing sports and that. Mm. And um, just training with mates. So I had my food that I was still struggling with myself. Um, because I was making it myself, I wasn't doing the light and easy then. I was going to the gym three times a week, and which was manageable for me. But after a couple of weeks, I was um, not really seeing the results I wanted. I wasn't, you know, I was getting sore and not really getting the benefit from it. And little did I know at the time, I wasn't actually doing the right exercises in the right order, pushing myself where I needed to be. And it was all out of whack. And, and after not going to the gym for a while, I got a phone call from a, a young personal trainer telling me that I'd won a free personal training session. And um, I thought, oh, cool. And my instant reaction as a guy is like, I think it was the pride, is like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to have this free session, I'm going to pick his brain, get as mm. much information as I can, so then I can go and do it myself and I'll be able to do better. And that's 100% true. Like from my PT days, most, mm. like every PT, 80% of your client base is female because they can put the ego aside right. and listen. Yeah, me too. And, yep, <laughs> and, and guys, guys, yeah, I'm going to just get all the info I need and that's I will it. do it myself. It's <laughs> it. that mentality, man. And my, my, most of my clients are female too. Yeah. For that reason. Um, but yeah, once I did go in there and have that session with him, I, I suppose he, even a young trainer, 
that's just starting out had so much more knowledge than I did that it was obvious his value just doing a, a 30 minute in a consult session with him. <clears throat> and he made me do some things that I couldn't do properly. And I realized how far off I was. And so he, he, he gave me the sale and, and got me to come in once a week to start with, which I did, which was manageable. And um, I was even pretty tight with money, but I, I realized how important this was. So I made changes for it. Um, and that turned into a three and a half year friendship and, and turned out to be you know something that would inspire me to become a personal trainer at the end of that journey. I would have lost 55 kilos by the end of it or very close to it. And then, um, yeah, I flipped over to, to become a personal trainer in the same gym as, as you and him. Mm, yeah, and just, I want to highlight that kind of 55 kilos. That's that's a good effort. Yeah, yeah. Very difficult, yeah. but also a very long time. Like I took a couple yeah. of years to do that properly and safely and, and a lifestyle change, not just to yeah. starve myself and hope for the best yeah. afterwards. Not, not a um, crash diet, not, not a crash session. Yeah. 55 kilos. Yeah, yeah, off. up and down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I think... Um, Kind of just listening to that thing, I think what I really took away from that, especially as men, um, kind of having that benefit of just someone there to do it with you. I know I go back to um, my, my journey, especially with my injuries. Yeah. It's so hard just being there by yourself. And you kind of like, you probably only give 50%, 60%. And just having someone there to make you accountable. Yeah. You know, some people might need that in that stage of their, their health journey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, and it's great to hear that, you know, you have, um, someone to kind of motivate you. Um, can you kind of maybe talk to us a little bit about that goal setting that you have during that time? Yeah. Yeah. So that was important. I was trying to set my own little goals and I, and I, and I did, but I think they were a little bit too big and and I didn't really have the knowledge behind how to set goals properly to achieve them. I just said, this is what I want and I'm just going to work towards it. Um, and, and when I met my trainer, he basically you know, helped straight away set a goal. He goes, right, what are you now? We jumped on and weighed and I was like pretty high. I was close to that. I was a little bit under that 150. I think it was high 130s by that stage, 140. And um, he said, all right, well, well, let's just, let's knock five kgs off and let's set that as a target for the first, you know, month. Just because I think he, now I know, he knew it was going to be a win and that I'd get it. Um, and then I think as we got to know each other, he knew my mentality that was a little bit more driven and then he could guide it a little bit better so he started setting harder kind of targets for me but it was basically just chipping away it wasn't just biting off some big chunk and trying to go for it and I also learned earlier on the most motivation for me was the fear of what was going to happen if I didn't change and if I didn't keep going if I stopped and just gave up then um you know that that doctor was still in my ear of what was going to happen and that could have happened in my sleep it could you know the increase increased risks of, of everything from heart disease to, you know, a, a range of other things, including mental health and all that mm. is, is just start skyrocketing the, the bigger you mm. get and the less you do. So even just going for a 30 minute walk or something for me was a great stepping stone. But then when I was able to progress, um, having someone to guide me through that was, was probably the, the biggest and best decision mm. I've made in my life at that, that stage. Yeah. And I just kind of want to um, point out as well, kind of through this, this journey as well, it wasn't like you were in your year young 20s when you started this kind of thing off yeah. you you're actually um your mid-30s i believe yeah. by this point yeah. um and that, i think that's probably again through this free and dry journey um all the statistics show that is when people kind of start falling off yeah. their fitness um it's yeah, habits start falling off the habits but also yeah. the, the heart disease risk factors start to double triple yeah, yeah. that especially males 35 40 
Yeah. So the fact, I think it's, or it's a credit to yourself that that was the time you took action. Yeah. And I think, like you said, off, off, um, or sort of before we started, it's like everything hurts and <laughs> yeah. the recovery's a bit slower. Yeah, yeah. And when you're in your, your 20s, you but worked a bit harder for it. 100%. But the, yeah. So to have that guidance is really important. And to someone that knows what they do, and even just down to exercise ordering, you know, selection was mm-hmm. um, a big thing. And some days I was feeling, you know, worse than others, but it was just that motivation to keep going because. Once I was on that kind of train line, it was um, I just kept feeling better and better and better. Mm. Even just from the little walks, feeling better when I got home to walking out of the gym, I could have felt like shit. I could have woken up with hardly any sleep, not eating properly. I go into the gym, I see my trainer, instantly he's giving me a motivation boost. He's like, you know, we're getting me excited. He's asking about everything. He's making me the focus. Um, so getting the confidence up and then I go through a workout that he's scripted for me and then I'm walking out of the gym feeling good about myself. You know, the endorphins are released, I feel great, I go home and I feel 10 times better than I did. And that mentality kept me going back to the gym and, and kept mm. pushing hard. But yeah. yeah, you've got to have those little goals to keep chipping away at. Yeah, little wins. Yeah, yeah little wins create um, big wins. You can also have right. that big cherry at the end, that yeah. big, you know, dangling carrot, but it's it's the little ones to keep getting those wins coming, I think, are one of the most important. Yeah, so kind of, um, that, that's been a 10-year journey from when you started to, to where we are now. Pretty much, 45 yeah. now, yeah. 45, and you're still going strong? Very, yeah. yeah. Loving life at the moment. Probably the fittest and the happiest I've, I've been in my life. Jeez. Um, it, it, from my teens and, and mid-twenties. So, yeah. so you're, you're obviously, when we mentioned before, started off as a member, now jumped across to the PT business yourself. Yeah. Talk about your business. Who do you who do you work with? Who's, who's the kind of people that you want to help, want to support? So after losing the, the over 50 kilos and having three ACL recons and a, and a recently a year ago a shoulder recon, my is, I love strength and conditioning. It's the way I train. Yep. I can train that with anyone, but my specialties are weight loss and injury management, injury prevention. So doing a lot of you know work around that, working with rehab um, and, and things like that. Also mental health, just getting people in the right mindset. You know, I've got done a course in, in behavioral change and exercise and, and just trying to motivate people and, and just help them increase their quality of life, I think is probably the, the biggest one. But I target, I tend to target people over 30, over 30, over 40, men and women. Um, I do have some younger ones on my books. I'll train anybody that's serious, but it's, it's I like to help the older people that struggle, you know, over 30 with um, this kind of stuff because I think it is a little bit harder for them to kind of know what to do. And, and they're also, you know, usually by that time willing to let you take the reins and, and put the effort in so it's easier mm. to kind of help someone that wants the help mm. and it's also for those people it's helping them create at 35 you still have a lot of years left in you oh, yeah. so it's, it's a life it is literally a life change yeah. the, um, Absolutely. and kind of um, like we were saying before you're at 45 you've kind of been in this this world for a little bit now What's next for you? Kind of what's and what's that motivation for for what's going to drive you next in your life? So currently doing pretty well with in person PT, and I love that one on one. Like that's not going to change for me anytime soon. I love that personal connection and, and being able to have that engagement. But I am expanding into online at the moment. I think um, I love what I do and being able to help more people. There's only one of me in so many hours in the day. Mm-hmm. And I um, still need my sleep and to train myself and, and all that stuff, so, which I found very important for the last few years as a PT. Make sure I don't sacrifice that for others. But um, yeah, I think online coaching, I've um, just hired a business coach and I'm looking to expand into that area so I can reach anyone in the world, basically, whoever wants it. And um, I want to try to set up fair, reasonable prices to help people with their nutrition and exercise. And um, I am targeting, at the moment, 
men over 30, um, but I may expand into women as well, depending on how I go and how busy I get. Yeah, cool. So a bit of a peek behind the curtain. We obviously sent you some questions pre, just so yeah. that we can prep and make it an interesting podcast. Um, I'm not. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions I have now, I haven't prepped you for, because I just want to get your honest yeah. opinion. Um, what would you say to somebody that is on the fence about taking action, even just that 30 minutes of exercise a day? What, could, what would you say to someone just to motivate them just to get started? So for, for myself, it is what worked the best is to think about what was going to happen if I didn't take that change. Like you're obviously in a bad spot, so there's a reason you need to do this. Sit and, and just have a think about what's going on in your life. Think about where you're at. Think about what's important to you and, and think about what's going to happen if you don't make the change. What's, gonna, what's, what's this going to be like this situation in a year or five years time? And while you do that, put your shoes on. Put your walking shoes on, your running shoes on, your gym shoes on, anything. Put a piece of clothing on, do something, brush your teeth, something that's going to make some little bit of progress towards that exercise or action. And you'll find most times that even just putting your shoes on, you're going to say to yourself like, well, they're on now, I may as well go. Like it's, it's hard to kind of back out of something once you start. So that was my little, um, my little thing that I'd do every time. I'd feel like shit and go, it's raining outside. It's so easy. There's so many things and reasons I could say no to doing something today. And I'd be thinking all that and swearing under my breath while I'm putting my shoes on. Then once I stand <laughs> up, the dog's looking at me funny. I'd give her a pat, grab my bag and just go to the gym. Like I was already making my way towards that doing that. So yeah, I think just taking that little first step or a little action will help you get there. Uh, second question and last question from me yeah. what's the biggest achievement that you're the most proud of proud of proudest of there it is proudest of with your own journey so not so much your not so much the business yeah. and, and your PT career yeah. your own personal health and fitness journey what's the what's the thing that you are the, the most proud of, proudest of I think it's it's hard to I think it's hard to kind of pick one but if I had to it would be the um, I, I think the weight loss the weight loss has changed my life and I think just that knowing what I went through, and it wasn't an easy path. It wasn't, you know, <clears throat> all um, you know, rainbows and and, and and flowers. It was it was tough. There was days where I'd fall off the wagon. There was days where I, you know, wouldn't stick to my routine, um, or feel like just giving up. But having a good support network around you, and if you don't have that, getting one like a personal trainer or, or whoever else can help you with your goals um, is is basically like a non-negotiable for me. You, you want to get someone in your life that can help you with that kind of stuff. I mean, a third of your body weight. Yeah. Like yeah. a third of your body weight. I'm now, with a lot more muscle, weigh this morning 108 and a half kilos, back from when I was 150, probably one or two, if I was honest. The scale that said 150. But um, yeah, minimal muscle mass. That was the last time I wanted to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> and there was no yeah. muscle, literally. It was minimal just to survive. Like I wasn't working out, hadn't for 20 years. Yeah. To being now, you know, built, strong, healthy, fit, and probably the happiest I've ever been in my life was, yeah. I got down to 95, and I think, and that was a lot, you saw me then, I yeah. was a lot leaner and skinnier. Yeah. So I put on a bit of muscle too now, I feel a little bit better, and it's protecting all my injuries and that yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think now it's probably the happiest I've ever been, and I'm 45 years old. You know, mm. should have been that back in my 30s, and I could have been, yeah. I made changes back then, but... Yeah, I'm glad I, I did what I did and, and got to where I am now. That weight loss is my yeah. number one. Well, kind of even now you, now you say it, 45, still better than, you know, 65, still better That's than right. 75, you know? That's right. So That's what good. I mean. If I yeah. hadn't made changes back then, like, who knows? Even if I'd be here right now, like, if I kept 150 kilos for 10 years, 
you know, that wouldn't have been very healthy. Yeah, and a lot of pressure. And it would have made from, even if I started now, like probably 10 times harder trying to do what I did back then, doing it now, mm-hmm. would have been a struggle. So the earlier people can get started and um, look after their health, even just going for that walk, that 30 minutes, the, the better off you're going to be. Yeah, the um, no, very inspirational story. Um, just kind of want to, yeah, just, just kind of wrap up a little bit of what you said about the online training. Yeah. Um, I dig that idea because as we know, when we're going to be going through some of these remote rural uh, towns, communities, yeah. um, stuff like that is a, will be a lifesaver for some of these people. Um, so definitely love the idea, love the attitude behind it, um, love the thought of just you know, giving people that, that power to you know, be able to do mm. what they can in their environment. That's right. Um, so... Yeah, just just love that idea, and I'm I'm all out questions. I'm inspired. I want to go for a run. I want to put my <laughs> shoes on and, and get out there. Um, I was as, as you were yeah. saying, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here barefoot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. sitting in the back room of my house barefoot, it's going, oh, I probably should put some joggers on. Yeah, put some joggers on, pod, mate. Yeah, yeah. let's go for a five k. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so I guess just to wrap it up and obviously cover some the key points from yourself, Benny. So I guess there's there's no too late time to take action yeah never too late never too late to take action but you have to take action and mm. I think I think the thing the, the really good thing you said then yes there is that carrot at the end the, yeah. the thing you're looking for but also that being having the emotional intelligence to stop and ask yourself what happens if I don't do it yeah that's so powerful that's what drove me mm. like yeah. the big carrot on the end of the stick is, is, is something that I'll always work towards and that's my that's not going to motivate me for 10 years or get me to keep going every day that will eventually wear off but what's behind me and what could catch up to me if I stop is is the biggest motivation and just little steps little steps that's it put your shoes on put your shoes on yeah put your shoes on we're going to make t-shirts out of that (laughs) (laughs) that's that's the tagline that's the tagline and I I think one thing I want to finish on because I always always liked it your business Tagline, can you share with Brennan which the one that we I think when we, we first got you started as a PT? Yeah, so I struggle with that, and you guys helped me with it. Yeah, it was um, go the extra mile, it's never crowded. Ooh, I don't, like I've it. always loved that. Yeah, go I the like extra it. mile, it's never crowded. Yeah. Step. That extra step, that extra percent, push yourself that much harder because mm. that that line, that NQ is, is, is not very crowded. Not yeah. a lot of people do that, so yeah. be one of those people. Put your shoes on. <laughs> that's it. Put your shoes on. Sums up this podcast. Yeah. Put your shoes on. Alrighty. Well, that's, I think that's everything for today. So, Benny, really appreciate your time, man. Thank you for coming and having a chat to us today. Pleasure, mate. Thank you very much. Would you like to plug some socials? People can find you. Uh, you can find me on minmax underscore fitness, which is M-I-N-M-A-X for minimum maximum. And that's on Instagram. And then you've got links and everything from there. You can follow my progress, see my workout demos. Perfect. Whatever they want. Good stuff. Brennan, appreciate it. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, not today. Not today. Not today. I haven't started anything new. But um, yeah, I'd just like to back up what you were saying. Just appreciate your time coming out and um, sharing your inspiring uh, journey and story with us. And again, hopefully people out there listen to it and they become a bit motivated to you know their health journey as well. So thank you. Thank you so much for it. And, and I guess last thing from me, we are... And I'm, don't know the specific specific date this is going to go live. We are in early 2023, so we are now in the year of the ride. So we have some bigger around it and support, and we'll see you in the next one. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.